Sorry, but your call cannot be completed. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. And I'm looking for Laura. Laura, are you there? Oh, we're having some technical difficulties. We had a problem... Signing in, and uh, there is no, I think it's a blog talk issue. Uh, so let's see what we can do here. I am opening the chat room to see if I can find, uh, find out what's happening, if you guys are able to hear me. So if you are, please let me know. Can you guys hear me? Hello, hello. Okay, it looks like we're having some technical difficulties. So um, I'm going to play something and uh, we'll try and come back. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-renowned animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hello. Hey, everyone. That's me, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. And I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. So I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com, that's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication, as well as other services and tips provided by Laura the Pet Psychic. Call in at 917-889-2693, that's 917-889-2693. Chat room is open, and you can get to that by going to the Blog Talk Radio homepage, and then you can see what live chats are open, and you'll see Pet Psychic Radio right there. I'm your producer and co-host, Aizu Sohara. We got Kendra and Deanna on the phones. Thank you, ladies, for helping us out. And we are going to start the show. How are you, Laura? I'm doing good. So yeah. on your Facebook page, I saw that you hung out. Hey, guys. Uh, so that was actually a start of an older show. So I'm, I'm uh, just cutting in here. Uh, Laura, are you there? I am here, but I hear you as um as what? Uh I heard you like repeating yourself, like echoing, but I hear you now. Okay, great. So, um hopefully yeah. our listeners can hear us now and we're sorry about the uh, technical difficulties. It's just been kind of confusing lately on blog talk radio and hopefully we can talk to them to figure this out. Um should we take a call right away? Let's do it. Okay. Um, so for everyone, uh, you can log on to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. Um, put your animal's photo and your question in the comment section of today's post so we can see it while we talk to you on the air. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. And uh, just a note to our audience, we do take as many calls as we can every show. If you could just be patient with us. Um, and when you get on, uh, I'm going to call your, the last four digits of your phone number. And when you get on, just go straight, right away, straight away into who are you, what's your name, your animal's name, what kind of animal, uh, describe your animal, are they dead, are they alive, species, 
and so forth um, and go straight into it. So here we go, everyone, get ready, get ready, get ready. Uh, 1603, you are on 1603, tell us all your info. Hi, this is Linda Thompson. Um, this isn't about my animal, but it's it's a cat that lives a block over from me, and he hangs out in my backyard. And I've called his owner, and she knows that he comes over. And I'm just wondering why he's sticking around, because he doesn't seem to be going back to their place. So, Lynn, unfortunately, without her permission, I can't talk to him. Yeah, well, really? Yeah, because... Because if he says something about his home, there could uh -huh. then be, like, a little feud going on. And so just ethically, I try to keep, you know, having permission to talk to everybody's animal. Okay. Can I ask you a question, mm -hmm. then, about my dog? Sure. Grisman? Okay. Sure. Well, I've, I finally put Grisman down a few weeks mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. And um, he's the dog that kind of looks like Stormy. Yeah, I remember. Didn't we speak to him after he passed or no? I thought we did. No, no. No, it was before. He was saying that he wanted an angel party and bacon and pie and stuff like that. So I'm wondering um, how his crossing over went. Okay, let's ask him. Okay, hold on. He says, tell my mom that I've seen heaven. Well, you're in heaven, right, buddy? He says he's helping you from there. He says he's helping you walk in a straight line and be determined and have direction. Because I'm doing this because I love her. When I crossed over, he says there were all these families of people. He went to each one of them and gave them love. He said the way that you touched him before he died helped him. The way you stroked his face in a really nice way. She said, he said that you led him to heaven. She, he felt like you um, helped him go to heaven. Do you feel like that's true? Yeah, it was, it was a very peaceful um, thing that we did. Oh. He was, he was in my arms and he, the, the vet said, oh, it's a good thing. He, you know, it's good. He closed his eyes. That means he was relaxed. Oh, yeah, he says, like, the way you were stroking him helped him. Yeah. Did he did he meet up with my family or anything? Yeah, that's what he says, that there were families of people there. So do you have a lot of people in heaven? Because he's, there seems no, to be... Not, no, not really, just, just my dad and some pets. Did your dad used to play, like, a board game or something? Did he play? Because I saw him sitting with a man on the floor, and the man had some type of board game. I couldn't figure out what it was, if it was chess or Mangala. Do you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, and I still see it. I wonder what that is. I don't it's know. Kind of have that in the back of your head. I almost think it's chess, but your dad didn't play chess? No. My ex-husband did. Is he passed away? No. He's very much alive. Did Grisman know your ex-husband? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so maybe what's happening... Well, that's interesting. So it could be one of two things. It could be, like, your dad, and he's trying to give Grisman the feeling of of another man, like a man who was in his life. Mm -hmm. And so maybe, like, a lot of the times what they show us on the other side are symbols for things. So you have oh. to read more into it than just, oh, he's there playing chess. 
but you yeah. think about like so like what would that mean to me and so if Grisman had a dad at one time that played chess it could mean one of two things it's one that your father is trying to give Grisman this sort of feeling of a man that he knew in his life to make him feel comfortable or it could be a man that that he's with a man connected with your ex-husband mm. okay. so either either one um, but that's nice that he's and sitting on the floor is interesting too because it's meaning that they're grounded and that the man is trying really hard to be with Grisman down on his own level. Yeah. Does he say anything about any other animals that he knew that are there? He says that there's a kitty that's there. Do you know who that would be? Oh, I've had lots of cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could a be with- Basha or B. The kitty with the stripes. Do you know who that is? If it's orange, that would be B. Oh, is it orange, Grisman? He says he has a lot of time to walk. He says we do a lot of walking together. And I see the kitty's sort of tail wrapping up his leg and uh, onto his back. So they're walking next to each other. Aw, I'll bet that's your dad, too. That's nice. So did he say it was the orange cat? Yeah, the orange kitty. The oh, orange okay. Cat. Yeah. That's something that my cat that I have that's alive she she loved him. I mean, she she wound herself underneath and in and out of his legs all the time. Oh, you're kidding. So that's what they're trying to stress, is that the people on the other side are giving him familiar feelings as what he had on Earth. Okay. Oh, that's so beautiful. Well, Lynn, thanks for calling in today. Uh, thank you for letting me know what he's up to. Of course. Feel good. Thank you so much. Hey, Laura. So um, in the chat room, there are people asking about um, they wanted to get someone to help them with lost pets. And I just had told them that uh, you don't work with lost pets, but I said you might be able to refer refer them to someone. Um, What are some other pet psychics that you um, generally refer them to? So I refer people to Hillary Renaissance. And mm-hmm. her website is calmpet.com. That's C-A-L-M-P-E-T.com. And Hillary's mm-hmm. great. She's, like, really great at finding lost pets. And mm-hmm. then also I refer people to Lori Spagna, who we've had on the show before. Mm-hmm. And um, Lori's website is Lori, which is L-O-R-I, and Spagna, mm-hmm. which is S. P-A-G-N-A.com. Okay, I put that in the... Great. Yeah, Lori also um, teaches, so she's a fun person to learn from. That's cool. Um, Also, just for people who might not know, um, why, can you just, you know, tell people why you don't work with lost pets? Well, there are many different reasons why when i first was learning how to communicate with animals that was like all i wanted to do but they're a little Mm -hmm. bit stressful on me because i have learned that this work takes a lot out of me and Mm -hmm. i work best on a schedule and a lot of animals can't really wait for that you know you kind of have to do them off hours and their emergencies and i would be up at night worrying about these animals that are lost so that was like the major reason. So because of that reason, it's not something that I've actually like studied a lot. Like the other, the other sort of like illnesses and death and dying, you know, it's something that I really dive into and study. And lost animals can be a little bit difficult because the animal can tell you like where they want to be rather than like where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I feel like some animal communicators get it mostly in visuals. And I feel like for lost animals, visuals is a really great um, way to receive information because then you can actually sort of see what they're seeing. It's a little bit easier mm-hmm. to pinpoint where the animals are. Yeah. I hear it mostly in words. 
And so sometimes it doesn't all match up as well as like, let's say another pet psychic does it or another animal communicator. So I do think that there are people that are better at it than I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, that you're able to, you know, refer them to these specialists. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think I've heard um, some of them speak before, and yeah, that's great. They're able to do that kind of work. Uh, okay, so today we're going to be talking to Elaine Siemens from uh, actually several places. Elaine uh, works at the Baldwin Park uh, Animal Shelter. Is that right, Elaine? I have Baldwin to volunteer Park? there. I don't work Volunteer, there. and also has a, a company called At Chew. Uh, where you advocate the connection between humans and animals. Yes, and a lot of our products, well, we have a lot of products mm -hmm. uh, related to jewelry and gifts, so animals are consistently throughout all the products, and it's just my way of hoping people to come out of the closet with how they feel about their pets, just, you know, to mm -hmm. inspire them, you know, with compassion and, and be there at that time when their pet needs them the most, when their body, when they need to leave their body. You know, I just want everybody to love their animals. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. So tell us a little bit about your your company and how did you start it and kind of have this awareness to bring to light the connection with humans and their animals? Well, I started a long time ago, but it took off when I had my dachshund who I named Quackers when she passed. And I felt so passionately about her and I thought, I can't be the only one who feels this way about their pet. And this was gosh, at this point by like 15 years ago. So pet boutique stores were not around and rescue was, you know, it was good, but it wasn't like it, how it is now. So I, I took the chance and put uh, her inspiration into the line. I created memorial coins. I created pet tags. I created Ooh. cards and jewelry um, with sayings uh, that, actually can apply to anybody. For instance, I'll always be with you. It helps somebody to grieve when anybody has lost, but it also helps people when anybody is just, they miss somebody. You know, so so many different applications, and through Quackers, I learned that, um, you know, it doesn't matter what package we come in. We all have souls, and she taught me that animals, they have emotions, and they have feelings, and that their mission here is to help us humans, and I believe that they are more powerful than we are you know they can yeah. live longer and they are the true definition of forgiveness and unconditional love so yeah through her and, and because of putting her passion my passion for her into my line the company took off and found its focus and it's my focus also now it's the reason I'm on earth is to help animals she also taught me about um, animal communication which is why I believe and what Laura does, and I know it's possible. You know, I mean, anybody yeah. kind of pet, they just know when an animal looks at them a certain way, come on, <laughs> they know they're saying yeah. something, you know, and I think most of us probably have had our pet manipulate us in some sort of way to get whatever they mm -hmm. want. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your work as a volunteer at the uh, shelter, at the Baldwin Park shelter. Well, I, I love it. Um, I do a variety of things there from putting on um, adoption events to have the shelter be a fun place and get rid of that sort of death camp mentality that a lot of people think it is. And I want it to be a fun, fun place. Um, I've done uh, calendars for the shelter in order to raise money, but hands-on it's more about making sure they have a blanket. Are they scared? If they're scared, I spend time with them and try to get them to open up. And there's nothing more rewarding to have a scared dog crawl into your lap or wag its tail. And then I network like crazy. I, any mm -hmm. animal who touches my heart, and they're usually some sort of underdog, quote-unquote, I do pictures and videos, and I'm just on Facebook like every hour, every half hour, trying to get them homes and, or safety or rescue. And that's my main mm -hmm. focus there, and it's incredibly rewarding. And I'm actually yeah. going to talk about one little dog I was hoping – to find more about. yeah so tell us uh, we're gonna, yeah yeah we're going to be talking to lucky so tell us who is lucky what kind of dog and you know where what's his story okay well lucky actually is not a little dog like i just said lucky is a german <laughs> shepherd a short-haired german <laughs> shepherd two years old i became aware of him because he circled 
he was circled one way, then he would circle the other way, seemingly to go after his tail, but his tail seemed fine. So I networked him like crazy and uh, cut to the chase. He is now on the East Coast, started out here in L.A., but he's on the East Coast in New York. And I'm just – he's with a trainer, and he's he's got a good support system there. I just don't know why he's circling. I'm just curious what's going on in his mind mm-hmm. Um, if it's physical, if it's emotional, and, you know, then what he needs, what can help him. Do you know, does he circle one way or both ways? Both ways. He circles both ways. That's interesting. Um, Either way, I would get him adjusted. Either way, besides what he says to me today, I would get him adjusted by a chiropractor. Oh, okay. Oftentimes they can be out, and then it causes, like, nerve issues, and then they circle because of that. And I've seen a lot of dogs get adjusted and stop their circling. But he's also a high-drive dog at two years old, and German Shepherds can be a little strung out. So it'll be interesting to see what he says about why why he's circling. Is he? Do you feel like he's getting any better as the training goes on? Is he circling less? I think he's circling a little bit less, but I'm not entirely sure of that. Mm. Okay, let's get him. Where in New York is he? He's in the Bronx right now. Oh, yes. He's gorgeous. He reminds me of my wolf dog, Maya, when she was um, when she was young, like really lanky and skinny like that. Oh, yeah, and, you got him. Yeah, and my wolf dog, I actually got her from German Shepherd Rescue in L.A., and they, they thought that she was a purebred German Shepherd, but she ended up being like a high – there was a person down in LA that was breeding them for a little while. She was like a high, um, high degree, uh, hybrid wolf hybrid. Um, that's a great rescue too. Yeah. Yeah. I was really happy with them and happy with her. Okay. Let's get him. Okay. Little guy. I've been looking at your picture. You're so handsome. He says sometimes he has a ringing in his ear. He says sometimes he's feeling tense in his butt. He says his whole back cramps up. And my butt feels like something's hurts in it. It almost is not necessarily really the butt. It's more like the clamping of the tail. That oh. can happen. Go ahead. I'm sorry. He was just, he was just neutered um, probably about well, last Friday, actually, almost a week ago. I'm sorry, he had a testicle that was had not dropped down, so it was a little bit more intensive form of neutering because they had to search for the testicle. Yeah, I wonder, can that cause pain when the testicle has not dropped? I think it can, that's what I heard. I wonder if that's part of the problem. I wonder if he's been neutered, if it'll start to get better. So do you feel any better since you had the neutering? Do you think? Do you feel any better? I feel a little smarter. (laughs) I feel like I can pay attention more. Now, that could be for two reasons. Like, if the testosterone is starting to wane, he could be a little smarter because he's paying attention more, right? Because he's not being driven by testosterone so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, It also could be if the pain is waning, he could feel smarter. Right. He says he likes the people he's with now. They're really nice to me. And I like how they teach me things. What kind of home do you want? What would you like? I'd like a home with a really strong guy. Because I want him to be really firm. And I want him to teach me how to be smart. Love it. And I want a place where I can chase rabbits. (laughs) I really have been craving that. And he wants a home where he gets fed out of a big dog bowl. Are you hungry? Are you saying that you're hungry? I like a lot of food. He's so skinny, though. Is he still skinny? Um, Probably. But I know they're trying to fatten him up. Yeah. My wolf dog was really skinny, too. I mean, that's kind of a 
those slender German shepherds, it can be kind of a treat for them too. Some of them don't get gain weight until they're three, three and a half. But it's interesting to be hungry because a lot of dogs or a lot of shepherds are more finicky and they're not hungry. He says he likes food and gravy style. <laughs> Big chunky dog food and gravy style. Okay. So listen, one of the things I want you to do is when you feel like you're spinning, I want you to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and see if you can stop yourself from spinning. Because if you really want to be smart, you can't be smart and think when you're spinning. So it would be better if you just dropped to the ground and licked and yawned and blinked your eyes or if you just froze and licked and yawned and blinked your eyes and calmed yourself. And then you could think, but there's no thinking going on when you're spinning. Okay, that's really important for you to know. My tail is loosening up a little bit. I'm starting to feel a little better. It's interesting. I wonder if it did have to do with the testicle. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see if it's, see if he starts getting better. So one of the things is you got to think about the memory, okay? So you don't want the memory of the pain or the memory of the spinning to keep it going. So you have to keep being in the present and realize that you're okay now, all right? And that you got it, you're learning. I want to learn how to jump up up things. Can I learn to climb ladders? Oh, my God. I really want to climb a ladder. I wonder if he was from a high-drive shepherd breeder. Yeah, I don't know. I know he was gotten from a breeder because I have talked to the person who surrendered him. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It'd be interesting to know who, what breeder that is to see if she breeds high-drive dogs. Because yeah, that's a high-drive working dog thing, to keep talking about learning like that. I mean, it's also a young dog thing, but really high-drive. And to want to jump on things and climb ladders, that's, like, in their blood. Oh, my God. I've never heard of a dog wanting to climb a ladder. That's hysterical. Oh, yeah. A lot of those search-and-rescue dogs, they want to climb ladders. Aussies, oh. some of them want to climb ladders. Oh German Shepherds, not so much because they're so heavy. They're not as agile, usually, as, like, the Border Collie breeds but, or the Aussie breeds, but... He wants to. Wow. Like agility would be good for him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But he's, with, he's with a trainer now, right? Yes. He is. To work yeah. Yeah. Ah, I see. Love him. Do you think yeah, he must love that. So if people are interested in him, who, who do they contact? Do they contact you? Um. Yeah, they could contact me, and then I could forward them on to who to talk okay. to. Yeah, because I know some German Shepherd people in New York, and they could put the word out that he's around. Okay, because he, he actually is with somebody, that, but they're looking to find a home. Yeah, it'd be great. Mm. He actually, you know, so, he did actually have a home um, mm-hmm. it, who he bonded with immediately, which I, I brought him food. Why didn't he bond with me? But he bonded with this couple immediately and then the next day the gentleman had a heart attack so now lucky then went to the trainer oh how sad well i have a feeling that maybe the gentleman was a little bit um more stern like a little bit more dominant do you remember because i don't know anything because i'm in la and this all happened on the east coast and i oh because he said he wants a dominant male okay so like like, what he's asking for, like, it's nothing personal that he didn't find with you, but what he's asking for is, like, boundaries and discipline. Oh, yeah. Well, that I'm definitely not dominant. That's why I have wiener yeah. dogs. From- <laughs> yeah, so that's what he's asking for, because he wants somebody to give him direction. So I, think that's, <laughs> I tried, I tried. <laughs> yeah, that's why he didn't bond. He's not, like, the cuddly, let me just sit on the couch type of dog. He's, like, I need to work. And I need yeah. somebody who, when I get out of line, can tell me I'm out of line. <laughs> no, this is perfect. Wow. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Elaine, uh, how do how do people contact you? Um, also, um, is your store is at Chew only online, or do you have a physical store as well? It's basically only online, and it's actually only open until Christmas. 
Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's at-choo.com. And if they, they go there, they can find my email, but I can also give you my email and my phone number. Okay, sure. Uh, whatever you want to share on the air, you can go ahead and share your email or whatever for people to contact you if they're interested um, in learning more about um, about Lucky or you know any other dogs that you might come across. Yeah, and if they want to help volunteer at the shelters, you know, I welcome yeah. that. So the email is dearest, like how you write a letter, D-E-A-R-E-S-T, and then the you know the little at symbol, mm-hmm. then the name of the company, at-choo.com. Great. Thank you so much for being on our show, and thank you for everything you do for the animals. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. That was Elaine Siemens. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I have, yeah, I have to say something about her store. She has on her store this little, like, um, like pendant, necklace pendant. And it's mm-hmm. so neat. You can, like, it's really pretty. And you can put your dog's or your animal cat's picture in it. And oh, I, cool. I, yeah, I remember when my dog, Lala, passed away. My mom gave me one like that. And I put my... I put Lala's picture in it, and it meant so much to me. I wore it forever. So when I saw it on in Elaine's store, I got really excited. <laughs> so I think people yeah. should check that out. I put the post of that one item on in the chat room, and I also put it on our Facebook page. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Elaine Siemens from com. I just posted it uh, in the chat again, but it's at dash c-h-o-o dot com so that would probably probably be a great place to do your holiday shopping especially for for all you animal lovers out there because she has a lot of things on there relating to that uh okay so we're going back to calls and uh like i have said earlier and you're going to hear me say this all the time i just want to reiterate uh we're going to shout out your four numbers and uh soon as you are on, just go straight into who are you, who is your animal, what do they look like, are they dead or are they alive, and all that great detailed information that helps Laura track in psychically on who they are and where they're at so she can contact them. Okay, so we're going to 0259. 0259, you are on the air. Oh, we heard you say yay. Go ahead. (laughs) Hi. Um, It's Maxwell. And he is 20, and he is a black, domestic, beautiful cat. And he, there's a picture on Facebook. There is. And his name is Maxwell, you said? I don't see him. Uh-oh. That's okay. Think... So, so tell me again, like, like he's a, did you say he's a black cat? Black and white cat? I, I think they're... It says their call was dropped. No. Oh, no, wait, that's someone different. Uh, I don't know. I think we lost them. Did we lose them? Um, oh, here's Maxwell, though. I found him. Should I tell okay. him without her on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maxwell's looking forward to talking to you, so I can't imagine she'd hang up on purpose. Oh, wait, is this so, um, Wait, is this Maxwell? Maxwell's mom, yes. are you on? Yeah. Oh, there you are. Sorry. Can you, okay, there can you go. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. you're back. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, so he's okay. three years old. He's really sick, and he's throwing up and went to the vet. What can I do for him? Well, he went to the vet twice, and so, yeah, I just want to know, like, how he's feeling. I mean, obviously, he's feeling really bad. He's never thrown up like this in his life, um, and so he's going back to the vet, but... He's got, like, a cyst on his back that keeps coming back, and he has, like, two teeth left that he has to get taken out. But I feel like he's, you know, he, I don't want to put him through so much trauma, and I just want to make sure it's what he wants, you know? So what, what is what he wants? Yeah, and, and if he's happy, if he's... Wait, okay, yeah, yeah, wait, Bridget, I'm a little bit confused here. So um, you want to make sure that what is what he wants? Does he have to be put under to get the teeth out? Yeah. Because he's been so sick, I don't know if it's something I should do right, you know? You don't know if that's something you should do right now. And so do they think the teeth problem is why he's throwing up? No, they think it's not related. And so I'm still waiting. They've done a bunch of different tests. And, and so, so what so, is the blood 
look like? What does, I'm sorry, his blood look like? What is his, yeah, his blood work. His blood looks, okay, so for now, his, they did say that it was a little elevated. It's a little elevated? Yeah. The, okay. Like the glucose, so I'm waiting on the final results from that one to see if he's diabetic or if it's maybe his kidneys. Oh, okay. Okay, so let's talk to him. But one of the things is that I would not put him under until you get this straightened out. Yeah. So if your vet is telling you that they think he should be put under for his teeth and this stuff isn't straightened out yet, you need a second opinion. Go to another vet. Yeah. Okay, I think so. Thank okay. you. I, yeah, and that's that. You never put a sick cat under unless it's absolutely necessary. So if they think it's unrelated, that makes me very nervous. Yeah, and I okay. Not really, um, okay, I'll let you talk to Maxwell. Yeah, yeah, let's talk to Maxwell. But that, that's a, that's you need a second opinion. Um, okay. I have stomach pumping problems. I feel like my mouth is poison. I feel like I ate something that was poison. If, where did you eat something that was poison, Maxwell? Did you, do you mean like your food? Or do you mean you got into something? Or does it just taste like poison? It feels like I got into something. My food just didn't taste right right one day. It, just, it was just really bad tasting. Well, Maxwell, what I'm trying to figure out is if the food tastes bad because something internal is going on and so then your saliva tastes bad, or if if there's something that actually poisons me. I think my food poisoned me. Because I felt fine and then I didn't feel fine. And it happened really fast. What do you feed him? Um, I feed him. He actually likes um, the fancy feast, but I also do feed him. Now I'm feeding him the prescription diet, IDC line, gastrointestinal health. And I give him, which I probably shouldn't, but the little, he likes those little treats. The, um, Are they different colors, the treats? No. Well, okay. Some, yeah, someone, yes. Um, I think it's the treats because the, I saw them looking like different colors. I thought it was junk food kibble, but it could be junk food cat, cat treats. Oh. So I would make sure that those treats are not made in China. And if yeah. those treats are made in China or any of their ingredients come from China, there's your culprit right there, I think. Or what? that's what Maxwell thinks is your culprit. So no more of those cats. And so what do you, what do you think um, is the best to feed? Um, Cats that have, well, you know, I'm a huge food. fan of Primal Pet Foods. That's my number one favorite, the dehydrated raw Primal. Mm -hmm. And then also Stella and Chewy's. So those are my oh. favorite. Yeah, Stella and Chewy's. It's a lot more expensive than what you're paying for now. And right now, Maxwell is probably addicted to sugar because Fancy Feast is like eating candy bars. So, yeah. so, um, so what you're going to have to do if you want to switch them over to the primal or the selling chewies or any other high quality food is you got to mix it with the fancy feast for a couple of months. Okay. Just like a little bit at a time kind of. Uh, yeah. Because the fancy feast was so oh. addicting. Yeah. That's awesome. But that's probably what's going on with his yeah. teeth. Well, um, yeah. but he has, well, he has, I mean, he's funny, so he's doing good. I mean, so, yeah. Maxwell, what else would you like anything? So I think it's your treats, Maxwell. So don't eat your treats anymore, okay? So whatever you think is feeling, making you sick, you don't eat, and mom will give you something else. Don't just eat them because they taste good. If you feel like they're making you sick, it's important. I also want a back rub and a neck rub. And I don't want my teeth to come out. Well, maybe when you get a little bit better, honey, you might need your teeth out so you can live to be 25. We'll mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. But I don't want any more teeth out. Maybe mom will get another opinion from another vet. And she'll yeah. see. Maybe you don't need your teeth out. You know what you should think about putting him on to is that Canapet. What is it called? It's called 
Tana patch, and it's cannabis mm-hmm. for cats. And um, it's vet approved and everything, and it might help him sort of bounce back. And it yeah. also has IBD and all sorts of things. Okay, I'm going to try those, and I'm going to do it slowly and lean him into it. Yeah. Or, yeah, do those things and call us back. And then yeah, I'm like, happy and I've given him a happy, he's been happy with me. Oh, I can't really hear you. Keep breaking in and out. Oh. Just do those things and then we'll, we'll talk when, and you can give us an update. Yeah, give us an update, call us back after all those things happen, because I am curious if it's those treats. Um, probably also some of that fancy feast, which that stuff is like so yummy to the kitty cats. They love it. Bad. It's such bad. I know. Food. And everybody it's, feeds it. And or so many people feed it. And like I've even seen vets prescribe it. And I'm like so mad. It's like you're yeah. just like killing the cats by feeding it that. Sorry, everybody. It's, it's just like although there are some people some animals you can eat fancy feast so they're like 25 and just perfectly fine just like there are some yeah. old people that can eat mcdonald's and smoke cigarettes and drink booze until they're 110 <laughs> right <laughs> right it's just like in your genetics but just on a general health level you know it's like kind of the fast food of cat food yeah and you've got to mix you've got to mix the food for a while because they'll just totally they'll yes. they're addicted to it that's how Rosa was. She was so addicted to it until like she came to my house and then I had to start switching out her food. And now she loves Stella and Chewy's tummy tickling turkey. That is her jam. Oh, really? Uh-huh. That's like her favorite food. Wow. My cats are into the chick, chick, chicken. <laughs> oh, chick, chick, chicken. Yeah. Tummy tickling turkey over here. Um, Wow. All right. So uh, next caller, 6996, 6996. Who are you? Who is your animal? Please tell us all your info. Oh, wow. I didn't think I was going to get on today. You're um, on. Go ahead. My name is Tiara, and my dog is Kalina. I posted a picture on the, the Facebook. Uh, oh, she's I a red miniature pincher. Yeah, she's so cute. She's only three pounds. <gasps> she she passed away. She was the runt. Um, oh. I I was just wondering, do you think she's going to reincarnate? Because I think that she said that to me, but I wasn't sure. So I and when did you think to... she said this to you? Before she passed or after? After. Ooh, really? Cool. Okay, let's get her. Kalina. Kalina, honey. My mom is telling the truth. I really want to come back. But I want to be different. What do you mean you want to be different? I mean, I know I was pretty perfect. But I want to be bigger. And I want to be not as cold. Sometimes I would get cold. Okay. Yeah, she would always go under the blankets. Oh, I think maybe you could work that out, Kalina. I think you could definitely work that out. Do you have a way back yet? The only thing I'm worried about is I'm allergic to a lot of dogs. Mm. Kalina, did you hear that? I'm allergic with her. Really? Kalina, you're going to have to come back as a dog that mom's not allergic to. Do you think you can manage that? I don't see why not. Of the same eyes but different body. Like, what kind of body will you have, do you think? Like a strong Maltese. That's interesting. So I see her being white. And I saw, like, almost like the body of a... But like a miniature body of, like, a Westie, but the face of a Maltese. Oh, <laughs> I don't. So I would look out for something that she's she's like 
more white, but her eyes are very similar. Like I see her eyes. You're going to know her eyes when she comes back to you. Well, because I've been looking uh, at Minpin dog breeders, and some of them have, like, um, the Harlequin dogs, and they're kind of white sometimes. Does she think she's going to be a Minpin oh. again or a completely different yeah, dog? Yeah, do think you'll be a Min? No, because I see, like, Minpins don't have, like, a lot of fur on their face. She looks like she has more fur on her face. Hmm. Oh, but the wind chimes outside just started to blow, which is a sign. So are you going to be a harlequin? Is that what you're trying to say? And maybe I just put the furriness? She says that you're going to know her, and when you're getting close to finding her, you're going to get this feeling in your gut that's going to say, that's it. Did you get that mm. feeling when you were looking at the harlequins? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Ooh, no way. That's so cool. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Kalina. Well, when you get her, I mean, uh, Tiara, you're going to have to let us know when you get her back. And then yeah, I want to know what her body tends up looking like. If it has like a westy series, she becomes stocky. She's going to be stocky. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. call us back. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> Thanks for your call. Thank you so much. That's really cool. Wait, a Harlequin, is that a Great Dane? Well, no, I think it's a Harlequin is a coloring. Oh, I, I see. I was like, they have those kind of Great Danes, right? So she's going to be yeah, like a, a yeah, type of Westie? No, I mean, I don't know why I saw the Westie. Oh. Because it's so different than a <laughs> mini pin. But, like, uh -huh. he might be trying to say, like, like these, this is what my my body and head will look like. Like, so instead of just mm -hmm. showing me, like, the Harlequin, she kind of mm -hmm. showed me a stocky Westie and a, I, I don't know. It will be interesting to see what actually happens and how that That's dog actually so Harlequin is the black and white one, right? Black and white spotting? I think they can be black and white, or maybe they can even be, like, white and, like, silver or white and tan, I think. I don't know. Oh, okay. So it's that, that like, two-coloring kind of spotted look. I think, like, marbly, yeah. But, yeah. But, um, I kind of want to, like, say to people out there who are, like, trying to, like, talk to the animals or study your mind or become more psychic just in general... It's like you'll see me sometimes, like, trying to sort of figure it out, you know, and I'm sort of like, what is that, you know, and and I'm trying to, like, dissect myself. And I think that's really important for you all to do, too, because you can't really get better if you don't sort of, like, look at it from all different angles. And um, and so it will just be really interesting. Like, sometimes we can just switch it in our head. So she can say, like, a hyperallergenic dog, and then all of a sudden I can see, like, what that means to me. I mean, really, that means a poodle to me because I have one. But it could mean, like, like a Maltese to someone else. So maybe I could, like, switch it in my head that way. Or Dalmatian. Or Dalmatian, right. So we're mm -hmm. so, like, stocky. So sometimes it's not, mm -hmm. like, exactly right on, but it's right on enough that if you look into it, it works out. And, like, maybe she'll a dog like that when she's on her when she's looking for the looking for the reincarnation you know maybe there'll be a dog like that at the at the breeders I mean there's all different ways a dog like that could show up so yeah that's why I like feedback and that makes yeah. sense to you mm-hmm yeah totally you always have to have that awareness yes because, like, even with a woman before who had the dog with, like, the chess player, and when I was like, does your dog play chess? Does your dad play chess? And she said, no. Like, typically, like, when I was first beginning, I would have just been like, okay, on to the next thing. I didn't get it, you know? Like, and yeah. I just thought they were my dad. But it's not. It's like there's meaning in it. You just kind of have to, mm -hmm. like, ask questions to figure out what the meaning is. Yeah. And then somebody yeah. say to me, why don't you just ask? spirit and why don't they just tell you and sometimes they do just tell me but sometimes you know it has to filter all through their consciousness to my consciousness and sometimes 
it can be simpler to work it out with the people. Mm-hmm. Hey, I had just thought of a weird, super weird question. Okay. Have you ever had an animal, like you're in session with an animal, have they ever asked to talk to their, like, de like parents that are passed away? Like not their human parents, but their biological parents? Uh, only if they've lived with their parents for a while. Mm. So they have a you different know, relationship. So not like Stormy wouldn't ask. To, well, Stormy's dad and mom have like a, they're kind of like icons in my life. But mm. they don't, but Stormy doesn't ask to talk to his mom and dad. But like mm -hmm. if there's a dog that kind of grew up with their mom, mm -hmm. then they would. Hey, you know those ear, this is like totally off topic. Sorry, everybody. But you know that <laughs> those earwigs? Yeah. You know ear, right? Mm -hmm. One yeah. Crawling up my wall in my office. Like, isn't that right weird? Now? Aren't they, yeah, right now. Aren't they usually like, like things you find around water? Like they don't climb to the ceiling. Uh, I don't know. But maybe because it's been raining. Maybe, but why to my ceiling? Sorry. I don't know. I, I've never seen an earwig <laughs> in my house before. I love <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, we have probably time for a real quick one. So if you, I pick your number and you don't think you can be quick, then let us know. Uh, 8012, you are on. Tell us who you are and your animal and all your information. Uh, one question and so forth. 8012, you are on. Go ahead. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, my name is Jamie. And my dog I want to talk to today is Tonka, and he's on the Facebook page. And he is a he is a daddy's boy, and I'm just wondering if we have ever known him before in our lives. Okay, in your lives or past lives? Oh my God, Tonka! Well, sure. is so cool. Yeah, Tonka looks like he might have some Great Dane in him, does he? We're not sure. He just he just found my husband. He just found him while he was at work. Um, and we're not sure okay, what me, kind he is. Let me get Tonka. Like Tonka Trucks? Did you, did he is that where he's named after? <laughs> it's actually from Patonka, which is Lakota for a buffalo. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay. He says he likes to run really fast in the woods. And I want to do that more. He says he also likes belly rubs where his back is getting rubbed on the floor. Okay, buddy, listen, you, your mom and dad want to know if you ever knew them in a past life. Do you remember any of your past lives? Do you feel like you knew your mom and dad before? I know I knew my dad. He says he has, he feels like he has memories of your dad of his dad being a little boy. You do? And I feel like I was his buddy, and he used to put his head on my stomach. Did your husband have a, a dog when he was a kid? Yes, he's had several dogs come and go from his life. And one dog that passed away not too long ago had been there for a short time when he was a little boy. Oh. Um, but he was a white like, dog. Do you feel like you were white? No, he says he feels he was more like a brownish color. Know who that would be? Yes, I'm sure my husband knows who that would be. It would be one of the dogs that he did have as a child that his mom had. Oh. He says he's mom, known his mom. He said he knew you from heaven. He said he saw you from heaven. You know that girl? She knows a good scratch behind the ears. And she's also a good studier. 
and she's going to make a big difference in the world. And I'm going to be there to watch it. What are you doing? Jamie? I'm sorry. What did you say? Oh, oh, Jamie, I was just asking, what are you doing in your life? Are you doing something? I am a yoga instructor. Ooh. That could make a big difference in the world. Thank you. Yes, I hope I hope I do. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. That's really cute. Well, thank you so much for calling, Jamie. Thank you so much. Thank you. And by Tonka, he does look kind of great Danish, doesn't he? It's like yeah, his head. Hear, yeah, he totally does. Do you want to hear something so strange? Hmm. Is that I, I was talking about this morning that, like, in order for me to be the best that I can be, you know, in order for me to make a bigger difference in the world, I need to be doing yoga. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so yeah so Tonka is that's awesome because he's saying it all we all kind of have this effect on each other to change the world together I know that's amazing <laughs> that's beautiful that's so awesome well you know what time it is Stormy's words of wisdom and it's you know for I, it's mm -hmm. I think we should do Bean because I want to say the David has been so awesome. He put together all the words of wisdom from all the pet psychic radios, and he's just like the most amazing man. Thank you, David. Yes, and thank you for working on our show. He pointed out that we don't talk to Bean that much about words of wisdom, so I thought that maybe we should ask to Bean. Okay, let's point. ask Bean. Okay, Beanie, you're on, little so, girl. Bean is Laura's bunny, very sweet. She went to New York and then made Laura come and get her. She wanted to come back and live with her, so now she lives in California with Laura for the last many years. How many years has she been back again in California? Like five years, I think. Yeah. She says she wants to tell everybody something. It's really important to get fresh air. Even on rainy days. It can make your whole body feel better. So you all really need to get outside. I don't care how comfortable it is to lie around inside. Get your bottom up and hop outside. <laughs> and I also want to tell David something. You are so sweet. And we think about you a lot in our house. And we think, thank goodness that David cares. Because he's a real genuine lover of animals. Aww. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cute. Well, oh, my little bunny. Thank you for the your words of wisdom. So true. We all do need to get out. I've been feeling like kind of staying in a lot more since it's been colder and rainy here, which I know everyone else from everywhere else outside of California will laugh at us for our silly, like, two <laughs> days of rain. But... I know. And Bean but, yesterday, Bean uh, snuck out yesterday. I was going to keep her in. And she snuck outside, and I was worried it was going to rain on her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Anyways, well, we're going to be here next week um, for the Pet Psychic Radio Show to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. Also, like us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And if you're not following us on Twitter, please do so at thepetpsychic. That's thepetpsychic. Also, uh, you have an Instagram page as well, don't you, Laura? I do, which is The Pet Psychic. Yes, on all your social media, look for The Pet Psychic and you'll find us. 
around. Right. And we'll talk to you all next week. Talk to the animals. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals.